Hello and welcome back to the Through the Bible General Harrison's Way program. I'd like to extend an apology to our regular listeners. It has been a couple days since my last recording. Um, however, I had been working on the next episode for my podcast, Sheep Among Wolves. If you haven't checked that out and are looking for a Christian podcast to listen to, I'd give it a shot. Uh, <laughs> We're only a few episodes in, but I've really enjoyed the extra Bible study and all the work that goes into making the episodes. Um, I hope that, that you enjoy it as well. Um, but without further ado, let's get back into the reading program with Day 17 of General Harrison's Way. Genesis 35-36 through 36. Then God said to Jacob, Arise, go up to Bethel, and live there, and make an altar there to God, who appeared to you when you fled from your brother Esau. So Jacob said to his household and to all who were with him, Remove the foreign gods which are among you, and purify yourselves, and change your garments, and let's arise and go up to Bethel, and I will make an altar there to God who answered me on the day of my distress, and has been with me wherever I have gone. So they gave Jacob all the foreign gods which they had, and the rings which were in their ears, and Jacob hid them under the oak which was near Shechem. As they journeyed, there was a great terror upon the cities which were around them, and they did not pursue the sons of Jacob. So Jacob came to Luz, that is, Bethel, which is in the land of Canaan, and he and all the people who were with him. Then he built an altar there, and called the place El Bethel, because there God had revealed himself to him when he fled from his brother. Now Deborah, Rebekah's nurse, died, and she was buried below Bethel under the oak, and it was named Alan Becketh. Then God appeared to Jacob again when he came from Paddan Aram, and he blessed him. God said to him, Your name is Jacob. You shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel should be your name. So he called himself Israel. God also said to him, I am God Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply. A nation and a multitude of nations shall come from you, and kings shall come from you. In the land which I gave Abraham and Isaac, I will give it to you and you will give the land to your descendants after you. Then God went up from him at the place where he had spoken with him. So Jacob set up a memorial stone in the place where he had spoken with him, a memorial of stone, and he poured out a drink offering on it. He also poured oil on it, and Jacob named the place where God had spoken with him Bethel. Then they journeyed from Bethel, but when there was still some distance to go to Ephrath, Rachel began to give birth, and she suffered severe difficulties in her labor. And when she was suffering severe difficulties in her labor, the midwife said to her, Do not fear, for you have another son. And it came about, as her soul was departing, for she died, that she named him Ben-Onai, but his father called him Benjamin. So Rachel died and was buried on the way to Ephrath, that is, Bethlehem. 
and Jacob set up a memorial stone over her grave. That is the memorial stone of Rachel's grave to this day. Then Israel journeyed on and pitched his tent beyond the tower of Eder. And it came about while Israel was living in that land that Reuben went and slept with his father's concubine, Bilhah, and Israel heard about it. Now there were twelve sons of Jacob. The sons of Leah were Reuben, Jacob's firstborn, then Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Zebulun, the sons of Rachel were Joseph and Benjamin, and the sons of Bilhah, Rachel's female slave, were Dan and Naphtali, and the sons of Zilpah, Leah's female slave, were Gad and Asher. These were the sons of Jacob, who were born to him in Paddan Aram. Jacob came to his father Isaac at Mamre of Kiriath Arba, that is, Hebron where Abraham and Isaac had resided. Now the days of Isaac were 180 years. Then Isaac breathed his last and died, and was gathered to his people, an old man of ripe age. And his sons Esau and Jacob buried him. Now these are the records of the generations of Esau, that is, Edom. Esau took wives from the daughters of Canaan, Adah, the daughter of Elon, the Hittite, and Ohalabama, the daughter of Anna, the granddaughter of Zibion, the Hivite, also Basemith, Ishmael's daughter, the sister of Nebaioth, Adah bore Eliphaz to Esau, and Basemith gave birth to Reuel, and Ohalabama gave birth to Jewish, and Halam, and Korah. These are the sons of Esau who were born to him in the land of Canaan. Then Esau took his wives, his sons, his daughters, and all his household, and his livestock, and all his cattle, and all his property which he had acquired in the land of Canaan, and went to another land away from his brother Jacob. For their possessions had become too great for them to live together, and the land where they resided could not support them because of their livestock. So Esau lived in the hill country of Seir. Esau is Edom. These, then, are the records of the generations of Esau, the father of the Edomites, in the hill country of Seir. These are the names of Esau's sons, Eliphaz, the son of Esau's wife, Adah, and Reuel, the son of Esau's wife, Basemith. The sons of Eliphaz were Teman, Omar, Zepho, Gatam, and Kenaz. Timnah was a concubine of Esau's son Eliphaz, and she bore Amalak to Eliphaz. These are the sons of Esau's wife Ada, and these are the sons of Rul, Nahath, Zerah, Shammah, and Mitzah. These were the sons of Esau's wife, Basemath. And these were the sons of Esau's wife, Ohalabama, the daughter of Anna, the granddaughter of Zibion. She bore to Esau Jewish, Halam, and Korah. These are the chiefs of the sons of Esau. The sons of Eliphaz, the firstborn of Esau, are chief Teman, chief 
Omar, Chief Zepho, Chief Kinaz, Chief Kora, Chief Gatam, and Chief Amalek. These are the chiefs descended from Eliphaz in the land of Edom. These are the sons of Ada. These are the sons of Reel, Esau's son. Chief Nahath, Chief Zerah, Chief Shammah, and Chief Mitzah. These are the chiefs descended from Reuel in the land of Edom. These are the sons of Esau's wife, Basemith. And these are the sons of Esau's wife, Ohalabama, Chief Jewish, Chief Halam, and Chief Korah. These are the chiefs descended from Esau's wife, Ohalabama, the daughter of Anna. These are the sons of Esau, that is, Edom, and these are their chiefs. These are the sons of Seir, the Horite, the inhabitants of the land, Lotan, Shobal, Zibion, Anna, Dishan, Ezer, and Dishan. These are the chiefs descended from the Horites, the sons of Seir in the land of Edom. And the sons of Lotan were Hori and Hemam, and Lotan's sister was Timnah. And these are the sons of Shobal, Alvan, Manahath, Ebal, Shepho, and Onam. And these are the sons of Zibion. I, Anna, he is the Anna who found the hot springs in the wilderness when he was pasturing the donkeys of his father Zibion. And these are the children of Anna, Dishan and Ohalabama, the daughter of Anna. And these are the sons of Dishan, Hemdan, Eshban, Ithran, and Chiran. These are the sons of Ezer, Bilhan, Zavan, and Akan. These are the sons of Dishan, Uz, and Aran. These are the chiefs descended from the Horites, Chief Lotan, Chief Shobal, Chief Zibion, Chief Anna, Chief Dishan, Chief Ezer, and Chief Dishan. These are the chiefs descended from the Horites, according to their various chiefs in the land of Seir. Now, these are the kings who reigned in the land of Edom before any king reigned over the sons of Israel. Bela, the son of Beor, reigned in Edom and the name of his city was Dinhaba. Then Bela died, and Jobab, the son of Zerah of Bozrah, became king in his place. Then Jobab died, and Husham of the land of the Temanites became king in his place. Then Husham died, and Hadad, the son of Bedad, who defeated Midian in the field of Moab, became king in his place. And the name of the city was Avith. Then Hadad died, and Samla of Masrakah became king in his place. Then Samla died, and Shal of Rehoboth on the Euphrates River became king in his place. Then Shal died, and Baal Hanan, the son of Akbor, became king in his place. Then Baal Hanan, the son of Akbor, died, and Hadar became king in his place and the name of the city was Pau, 
and his wife's name was Mehetabel, and the daughter of Matrid, daughter of Mesahab. Now, these are the names of the chiefs descended from Esau according to their families and their localities by their names, Chief Timnah, Chief Alva, Chief Jetheth, Chief Ohalabama, Chief Elah, Chief Pinan, Chief Chief Kenaz, Chief Teman, Chief Mibzar, Chief Magdil, and Chief Iram. These are the chiefs of Edom, that is, Esau, the father of the Edomites, according to their settlements in the land of their possession. Matthew 17 Six days later, Jesus took with him Peter and James, and his brother John, and led them up on a high mountain by themselves, and he was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun, and his garments became white as light, and behold, Moses and Elijah appeared to them, talking with him. Peter responded and said to Jesus, Lord, is it good that we are here? If you want, I will make three tabernacles here, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was speaking, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and behold, a voice from the cloud said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell face down to the ground and were terrified. And Jesus came to them and touched them and said, Get up, do not be afraid. And raising their eyes, they saw no one except Jesus himself alone. When they were coming down from the mountain, Jesus commanded them, saying, Tell the vision to no one until the Son of Man has risen from the dead. And his disciples asked him, Why then do the scribes say that Elijah must come first? He answered and said, Elijah is coming and will restore all things. But I say to you that Elijah already came, and they did not recognize him, but did to him whatever they wanted. So the Son of Man is going to suffer at their hands. Then the disciples understood that he had spoken to them about John the Baptist. When they came to the crowd, a man came up to Jesus, falling on his knees before him, saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, because he has seizures and suffers terribly, for he often falls into the fire and often into the water. I brought him to your disciples, and they could not cure him. And Jesus answered and said, You unbelieving and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring him here to me. And Jesus rebuked him, and the demon came out of him, and the boy was healed at once. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? And he said to them, Because of your meager faith. For truly I say to you, if you have the faith the size of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. And while they were gathering together in Galilee, Jesus said to them, The Son of Man is going to be handed over to men, and they will kill him, and he will be raised on the third day. And they were deeply grieved. Now when they came to Capernaum, 
those who collected the two drachma tax came to Peter and said, Does your teacher not pay the two drachma tax? And he said, Yes. And when he came into the house, Jesus spoke to him first, saying, What do you think, Simon? From who do the kings of the earth collect customs or poll tax? From their sons or from strangers? When Peter said, From strangers, Jesus said to him, Then the sons are exempt. However, so that we do not offend them, go to the sea, and throw in a hook, and take the first fish that comes up. And when you open its mouth, you will find a stator. Take that, and give it to them for you and me. Acts 12 Now, about that time, Herod the king laid hands on some who belonged to the church, to do them harm. And he had James, the brother of John, executed with a sword. When he saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded to arrest Peter as well. Now these were the days of the unleavened bread. When he had arrested him, he put him in prison, turning him over to four squads of soldiers to guard him, intending only after the Passover to bring him before the people. So Peter was kept in the prison. But prayer for him was being made to God intensely by the church. On the very night when Herod was about to bring him forward, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains, and the guards in front of the door were watching over the prison. And behold, an angel of the Lord suddenly stood near Peter, and a light shone in the cell, and he struck Peter's side and woke him, saying, Get up quickly. And his chains fell off his hands, and the angel said to him, Put on your belt and strap your sandals. And he did so, and he said to him, Wrap your cloak around you and follow me. And he went out and continued to follow, and yet he did not know that what was being done by the angel was real, but thought that he was seeing a vision. Now when they had passed the first and second guard, they came to the iron gate that leads into the city which opened for them by itself. And they went out and went along one street, and immediately the angel departed from him. When Peter came to himself, he said, Now I know for sure that the Lord has sent forth his angel and rescued me from the hand of Herod and from all that the Jewish people were expecting. And when he realized this, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, who was also Mark, where many were gathered together and were praying. When he knocked at the door of the gate, a slave woman named Rhoda came to answer. When she recognized Peter's voice, because of her joy she did not open the gate, but ran in and announced that Peter was standing in front of the gate. They said to her, You are out of your mind. But she kept insisting that it was so. They said, It is his angel. But Peter continued knocking, and when they had opened the door, they saw him and were amazed. But motioning to them with his hand to be silent, he described to them how the Lord had led him out of the prison. And he said, Report these things to James and the brothers. Then he left and went to another place. Now when day came, there was no small disturbance among the soldiers as to what could have become of Peter. When Herod had searched for him and had not found him, 
he examined the guards and ordered that they be led away to execution. Then he went down from Judea to Caesarea and was spending time there. Now he was very angry with the people of Tyre and Sidon, and with one mind they came to him, and having won over Blastus the king's chamberlain, they were asking for peace, because their country was supported with grain from the king's country. On an appointed day, after putting on his royal apparel, Herod took his seat on the rostrum and began delivering an address to them. The people repeatedly cried out, the voice of a god and not of a man. And immediately the angel of the Lord struck him because he did not give God the glory. And he was eaten by worms and died. But the word of the Lord continued to grow and to be multiplied. And Barnabas and Saul returned when they had fulfilled their mission to Jerusalem, taking along with them John who was also called Mark. Proverbs 7, 1 through 5. My son, keep my words, and treasure my commandments within you. Keep my commandments and live, and my teaching as the apple of your eye. Bind them on your fingers, write them on the tablet of your heart. Say to wisdom, You are my sister, and call understanding your intimate friend, so that they may keep you from an adulteress from the foreigner who flatters with her words. Psalms 15 Lord, who may reside in your tent? Who may settle on your holy hill? One who walks with integrity, practices righteousness, and speaks truth in his heart. He does not slander with his tongue, nor do evil to his neighbor, nor bring shame on his friend, a despicable person is despised in his eyes, but he honors those who fear the Lord. He takes an oath to his own detriment and does not change. He does not lend his money at interest, nor does he take a bribe against the innocent. One who does these things will never be shaken.